What's up, guys? This is Matt James from Blacktop Mojo, and you guys are listening to The Itch. You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And uh, this week, we're scratching the itch for another excellent interview. We started the season off with one with Oxymorons, and we liked it so much that we immediately booked another one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We had the pleasure of being joined by Matt James, the lead singer of Blacktop Mojo. So we booked this within the same week as the Oxymorons interview, believe it or not. So uh, (laughs) it's a little bit delayed, but uh, it's, it's really good stuff. We usually don't sit on stuff, but we sat on this one for a couple weeks because we really needed to get the awards out. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> I had a, a a thing. I didn't want to keep pushing the awards back into February because then you know it's like we're already in twenty twenty two, like a couple months in. Like, come on, let's let's just forget no about twenty twenty one at this point. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we still care. Yes, we we want to remind you. Uh, and the That's other thing right. is too is that you know Blacktop Mojo made our list, so we wanted to kind of get that out there before we had the interview to kind of maybe show you why we wanted to interview this this guy. Exactly. A little extra shine. Blacktop Mojo. They're a rock band from from Palestine, Texas, and um, I don't know if that's our first Texan or not. We've had people from kind of all across the country. Now that I think about it, yeah, it's hard yeah. to identify where where we haven't been interviewing people from <laughs> right yeah. yeah except for japan but you know maybe <laughs> maybe we'll get there maybe we'll get there I, I, that's not necessarily a tease it's probably not but, but it might be <laughs> anyway blacktop mojo makes some pretty awesome hard rock that kind of post grungy kind of stuff and matt james has a fantastic voice and a great uh taste in cover songs and we got to talk about both of those things for a while with him. This interview was really interesting. Just just getting a, a chance to to talk with a, an artist about the album that has you know recently been released. That's that's always fun because usually when we do these interviews, the album hasn't come out yet. <laughs> that's true. So it was it was kind of cool to uh, get some insight on either the album or the music video. And a few other little tidbits that he uh, revealed. <laughs> so yeah, exciting stuff about music, new music, and uh, collaborations and stuff. So yeah, <laughs> they had just a couple of days before we recorded this, and a, a couple of weeks ago. Now that you're as you're hearing this, uh, released a new single called "Strike Me." That was a non-album track from the recording of their their self-titled fourth album that came out in 2021. And uh, we highly recommend it. It was a quality track, and we we love the timing of new music coming out at the same time that we're talking to people, especially yeah. when it's a surprise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. We, we, yeah, we booked this, and then they were like, "Hey, new single coming out Friday," and we're like, "Excellent! That is perfect <laughs> for everyone." <laughs> so, without any further ado, here's our conversation with Matt James of Blacktop Mojo. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Dan. I'm Casey. And I'm Aaron. 
We are The Itch. We've been a radio show on St. Louis radio for about 16 years or 17 years prior to the pandemic. And then we turned it into a podcast. Awesome. Which has been amazing because we get to meet amazing artists like yourself. Every week we try to scratch a different itch by either naming artists that really don't get the, the play that they should or just trying to do whatever we can to just share the love of music, to be honest. We, uh, we're now back to doing both, both the radio show and the podcast, which has been awesome. But one of the best things about the podcast has been the opportunity not to just play these artists, but also talk with them and also hear them tell their own stories. I understand that you guys are uh, going to be on Shiprocked here next weekend. Yeah, man. We're, uh, we're a week out. We're a week out. It's getting, it's getting close. Yeah, definitely <laughs> excited. Nervous, too. Uh, this is your, your guys' second time on the ship. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 We were, I awesome. think we were on there uh 2019 yeah. i want to say 2000 yeah yeah well I, I hope to run into you and, and i definitely hope to keep uh, to see you guys live i'm, I'm really looking forward to that oh idea. yeah yeah you're gonna be to, there hopefully oh, yeah. fingers crossed that everything you know works out uh, oh yeah yeah <laughs> well shit hopefully ho- hopefully i'm gonna be there you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. i agree <laughs> yeah. right we gotta get those te- we gotta get those tests two days before you know yeah that's yeah. the yeah. that's the nerve-wracking thing because i gotta yeah. we're driving from st louis down to uh houston oh wow so, yeah. that's a lot it seems like a lot safer way to, to drive down there than the than the fly yeah for sure as far right. as the test stuff goes yeah yeah. yeah, it's still still dangerous. Yeah. You got to like make rest stops and go to gas stations and stuff. So I'm I'm still nervous. So I'll, wear, I'll get out. But you gotta wear you gotta wear at least four masks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do have a different mask for every day of the week. Make sure I got. I'm prepared. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Uh, is there anything that you're really looking forward to this time around? Uh, any new experiences on the ship rocks? Um, I got. I got one that I'm not sure I'm able to talk about. I'm not sure if it's supposed oh. to be a surprise or not. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I'm playing, I'm playing with an artist on the ship that uh, I'm very like honored to be playing with. Awesome. And I can really say about <laughs> that, you know how that, you know how that stuff works, you know, um, we're, uh, we're also, we're playing on the deck this time. Um, we didn't get on the deck last time. So okay. we're playing on the deck kind of in the middle of the afternoon. And uh, so that uh, we should be able to, to get really loud, man. Um, yeah. Uh, that'll be fun. Um, I think we're we're also hosting the the Beach Wars this year. So in Cozumel, we'll be we'll be the judges and the <laughs> the, the team captains or, or what have you for the for the Beach Wars. Oh, okay. Awesome. So throwing you a lot more responsibility than the last time. For like, all right, guys, it's yeah, time, yeah, yeah, your time to shine. <laughs> well, shit. Hell, last time last time we were on the boat, it was our first time on the boat. We got on at stowaways, which is like you know you kind of get added on last minute. The stowaways thing is cool because you get to collaborate with a, a bunch of artists that you never really thought you'd ever be able to even talk to, let alone play music with. Yeah. So that was that was really awesome. I think a couple of the guys got to play with Bumblefoot. I know I did a cover with, of Plush by uh, Stone Temple Pilots with uh, CJ from Drowning Pool. That was cool. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. I think our uh, our drummer got to play with uh, the singer from Queensryche. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Jeff Tate. Yeah. 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 All these collaborations and stuff just kind of. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's, it's wild. It's wild. The, the, the connections that get made, but um, yeah, man, it's super fun. I'm looking forward to just seeing everybody, man. It getting canceled last year was kind of a bummer. So, I mean, yeah. It's uh, just the fact that it's going forward this year is, is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any particular band that you're looking forward to? Um, 
I've been wanting to see uh, Aaron Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I knew it. <laughs> everybody. Um, uh, yeah, everybody. Man. Everybody um, we talked about. Yeah. Every, uh, yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye June just got added. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big, big fan of theirs. And, was... uh, Bad Flower, I didn't get to see. Bad Flower was on the ship last time we were on there, but I didn't get to see him play because I was too busy uh, doing extracurricular activities. And, <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I'm just. I'm definitely going to watch a lot more bands this time. I was kind of overwhelmed last time because I didn't know what to expect and was just uh, kind of wandering here and there and had a great time. But this time I'm definitely going to make more performances for sure. That's that's something I didn't make a priority of last time. <laughs> I got you. Bad Flower and Aaron put on fantastic shows. You will you will not be disappointed in that. You'll yeah. I can pretty much guarantee that one. Yeah. Those were two of those like the two first shows that I got to see last i don't know fall or whatever when shows started finally slowly coming back and that was a great way to get back into live music yeah i bet i bet man (laughs) i've been hearing nothing but good things so i'm on the boat it'll be even cooler (laughs) oh yeah yes yeah let's uh talk about your fourth album the self-titled album it made our top 20 album countdown of 2021 the album rocks really really hard and uh, so was there a bit more mojo in writing this album than your previous ones? Um, I definitely think this was the most comfortable album that we've ever made. I mean, we've obviously this is our fourth album that we've gone in the studio and made. And so we've had the practice of going in and kind of knowing mm-hmm. what to expect now. And uh, so we could kind of um, prepare a little bit more and kind of do some different things and kind of get more creative than we ever really have before because we don't have to worry about like oh we're going to do this on this day or this on this day like kind of new like hey this is how you knock stuff out when you get in there and so it was it, it was definitely we got to do some cool stuff work with some uh great like auxiliary musicians and stuff uh dave cohen um he's played on a lot of records in nashville he played keys and things like that. Uh, the McCrary sisters, they've yeah. sang background on a yeah. whole lot of different, I mean, a lot of records you can find their name on their, uh, on the record. And, uh, so it was a really honor, a, a big honor to work with them. Right. Yeah, man. It was a fun, fun record. Well, you guys have been grinding it out year after year because you, you released an album and then an EP and then another album. So <laughs> what's that like three, yeah, like three albums, an EP in like four yeah. years or so. <laughs> yeah. And then, a, and then a single last week. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, we uh, <laughs> got no shortage of, of stuff, Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Is that typical? Like when you guys go into the studio, it, is it just like the songs just kind of keep flowing and then you just have a, a bunch of songs and you just choose a, a, like a, a select amount to, to go on the record and that, and that's exactly, or is that how uh strike me ended up just being released? Yeah. So um, we, I think for this last record, for example, we recorded, um, I mean, we record probably like 18 songs or so. And then, we send them to all of our, you know, family, friends, and our manager and stuff like that, and kind of listen to them themselves and try to narrow it down to where, to where you can fit it on a, you know, on a vinyl or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Can, you know, you can, you only got a certain amount of time that you can make an album out of. So you definitely want to have, you know, the theme that you're looking for and stuff like that. You know, some songs um, might not quite fit the the flow of the record or anything like that, but everybody kind of throws their votes in and then, you know, the, the best, 
the best 10 or 11 songs win. So is that what happened with strike me? Yeah. So strike me just kind of got edged out. Like I, I really wanted me. <laughs> yeah. I really wanted that one on the record and I'm really glad we got to release it last week. So yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, I mean, you, I find so many times when you come across, you know, bonus tracks or the B side stuff that didn't end up on an album for some reasons, like you said, maybe it just didn't quite fit the vibe of what you're going for or whatever. They're like, these are totally quality, like enough to, to be worth releasing. Sure. So that's awesome that you found you, you know, found the time and place to, to put this out. And then, you know, you, you mentioned uh, the McCrary sisters. Yeah. Was that always part of the song or was that something that kind of got added on later on here as you decided, Hey, we want to put out strike me. That was always part of the idea. There was certain songs on the record that we definitely wanted them or just that we wanted background vocals on like, uh, hmm. you know, um, soulful female vocals, you know, and uh, we, we went and recorded at sound emporium in Nashville and uh, Juanita Copeland, who's the president of the studio was basically our, uh, I guess you call it a PA on the project. And she, uh, she helped us line up. We were like, Hey man, we need these background vocals. Do you know anybody good? And she lined up the session and uh, was like, I know exactly who to put on your record. And here they are. Here's the McCrary sisters. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. They definitely added to that. And that was a, that was a cool, we were really excited that released just in time for us to talk to you. Like this, we've got something to push. We've got fresh (laughs) music to listen to. This is great. Yeah. (laughs) So can I ask, um, do you plan on releasing more of the extra songs or like, is this just a one-time thing with Strike Me? Um, I think that's might be a one-time thing for now. Okay. I won't say that we're never going to release the other ones. We got some other stuff in the works that we're kind of okay. going to put out there in the next couple months that I'm, I'm pretty stoked about. So More new stuff. Okay. So Strike Me isn't necessarily like the precursor to a new album in and of itself. Is that? No, not, not this time. It's kind of, a, yeah, it's just a one, okay. a, a solo thing and it's standing on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We thought it would be cool. We've never released just a single before. So okay. I think that was a, that was kind of an experiment in, in doing that. Yeah. This time around. So, yeah. Um, we love your choice of words that you use for the the title and, and lyrics of your songs. As we understand it, Stratus Melancholia was originally called Cloudy Day Bullshit. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> And also the uh, the opening lines to uh, Bed Tundy and really the entire song itself are just uh, lyrically brilliant. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I like that you that you went from one from one song title idea that you would have had to like I don't know put a sticker over on the album cover in some stores to Stratus Melancholia like like the most complicated <laughs> yeah. like pair of words like on yeah. the album. <laughs> And I was like, what would be, <laughs> what would be a fake Latin sounding word for this? Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. What would be a fake scientific word for this? I don't know. Yeah. What I love about, what I love about that song in particular is, is how, how close it resembles like Alice in Chains vibe. And when you look up both of those words, it's like a dark gray, gloomy cloud, which also encompasses a lot of Alice in Chains sound as oh well. for sure well, thank you man we're we're big allison chains fans so that's a that's a huge compliment man thank you yes we actually had a listener uh when we we put it out that we're gonna be you know releasing a blacktop mojo interview and uh they're like can you uh ask them next time they come to denver to make sure that nutshell is is the cover that that night <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> so so you mentioned being big allison chains fans like well 
you know. <laughs> I got we've, you. We've heard got that cover, and it is it is good stuff. <laughs> Hopefully, next time we're in Denver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys do cover a lot of songs. Uh, I think your your cover catalog is very extensive. You've had a tendency to play a cover almost every concert. Uh, you know, for listeners, there's videos on YouTube of Matt with Blacktop Mojo, sometimes with other bands covering Aerosmith, Phil Collins and Temptations, Fleetwood Mac, Soundgarden. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Why do you feel it's important to cover songs? Um, I don't know, because it's it's fun. <laughs> 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 you know, it's, and that's that's really at the end of the day, that's what this I mean, that's what music and art and everything's all about it's kind of just having fun and expressing yourself and um that's those are songs a lot of those songs are like songs that we like and um it's fun to just play them you know everybody grows up when you're trying to learn guitar or learn how to sing or whatever singing your favorite songs and playing your favorite songs so i don't think that really changes whenever you start your own band you still play your oh, favorite yeah. songs and you know sing your favorite songs and stuff. definitely it's always fun to me yeah. when I go to a show by a band that I know likes to include covers in there to see if like, you know, it's kind of like, okay, what are we going to get? Or like, can I guess maybe in advance what they're going to play? Yeah. Like Breaking Benjamin used to do that a lot. They would do like a Tool cover or maybe a Rage or they had a handful of bands that they would sort of cycle through. And so it was always like, okay, what are we going to get this time if we, when we go to the show? Yeah, man. I like <laughs> a lot of my favorite bands do that stuff too. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. There's some of my favorite shows, you know, I mean, Incubus, we played with Incubus at a rock fest one year in Wisconsin and they covered like no diggity at the end of the yes. show or whatever. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They're yeah. very unpredictable in their covers. They like to or, get weird with or, uh, <laughs> no, it. No, it's a uh, pony by genuine. Maybe it's different. <laughs> I mean, they just, yeah, it's awesome. This is fun. And you, when you, I'm, I'm going to not to just like, you know, toot your horn here, but you know, I went through a rabbit hole of, of a bunch of those cover performances the other day. And it was, it was remarkable to me the way the vocalist could take each of those tracks and have like just enough of kind of, you know, maybe of the Phil Collins sound or the Chris Cornell sound to the, to your voice, but without sounding like you're necessarily doing an impression. It was like this guy with a strong, very strong voice on his, on his own accord. And then just a little tiny bit of that source material in there just made for these fantastic covers so thank you man yeah i recommend people listening to black top mojo albums i also recommend going down that rabbit hole and uh (laughs) exploring the covers that you'll find all over the internet so yeah i wanted to ask you are you vocally trained um i i am not man i am definitely not you're incredible dude You, you really do have an amazing voice i uh really the only training i have is just like looking up youtube videos um (laughs) I've, 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 I've read a couple of like books and stuff. I mean, just learning exercises and warm ups and kind of things like that to try to take care of my, take care of my voice. But I'm, I'm definitely not um, professionally trained or anything like that. Um, so I just do my best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was say, do you have a particular like res- regiment for, you know, taking care of your voice. I know that most singers do to some degree or another. Um, um Definitely like, you know, pre-show warm-up for, you know, um, stretching and um, doing breathing exercises and things like that. Um, yeah. At least at least 20, 20 or so minutes before the show, you know, trying to get 
ramped up you know you don't want to go in cold it's kind of like yeah yeah work it kind of like working out anything else you know i mean yeah. if, if you go in if you go into the gym and throw uh you know 500 pounds on the bar and you're gonna <laughs> yeah. hurt yourself so right um and then if you do that every day <laughs> on a tour or something like that then you're definitely gonna hurt yourself so um <laughs> well what you're doing is working <laughs> yeah. well, th- thank you um yeah do that and then you know try not to Try not to drink too much, I guess. <laughs> um, you know, do work out every day and things like that. You know, just keep, keep your body healthy. As cheesy as it sounds, your, your, your body is the instrument, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you wouldn't throw, you wouldn't throw your guitar in the, in the weather or anything yeah. like that. So no, that's, that's all very true. <laughs> yeah. So when you're covering a song, do you feel that it's more important to stay true to the song's roots or to try to put your own signature sound on it? Uh, really just depends on the, on the song, on the idea. I mean, a lot of the times he said, it sounds like I'm not trying to do an impression of the person that I'm singing, whosoever song it is, but in my head, I'm kind of trying to do an impression of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you, you, you can catch it's a little a bit. bit compl- <laughs> yeah, yeah, but- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so um, <laughs> there's no real there's no right way to do it you know what i mean it's yeah. just kind of uh as long as you're feeling it i mean that's that's really the the key in the, everything and in, in music is just kind of catching the emotion of it mm. yeah we actually dan and i when when we first started listening to the the newest album we saw the track jealousy and we both kind of did a double take and we thought you were maybe covering black crows jealous again oh yeah <laughs> That's a good song too. Maybe we should cover that one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Add it. I love to the I catalog. Love that song. <laughs> yeah. so, so when you guys are naming songs, you know, is it because you know I, I realize you had to change the one name of the song for the album, but is that something like that? Just as, as soon as it comes to you, that it's set in stone. Are you are you guys more willing to just kind of roll with it and, and change the name to whatever you think sh- you know feels more appropriate when you guys release it? Usually, it gets nicknamed something like in the case of cloudy day bullshit <laughs> and then i don't know a lot of times it's you know the hook line or something like that because yeah yeah you want it to be something that people you know might recall or like you know just that so that when that way when they go to find it or something especially right. nowadays you know with the you know google or whatever right they're googling that part of the song and yeah so if you make that the name, they're probably going to find it. You know? <laughs> but uh, sometimes it's fun to like get creative with it and try to try to name it something weird or, or <laughs> you know, maybe maybe something will happen while you're recording it and um, a name just kind of presents itself, you know. Or you, you take the the initials of a name and swap a couple of the letters. <laughs> and- right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys ever like cognizant of other popular songs with like what could be the same name or, or when a song name comes to you or does it even matter? Um, sometimes, but I mean, there's like, I mean, there's a lot of songs that have the same yeah. name, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. yeah. Forever young, you know? Awesome. The reason we kind of were wondering about that and asking, cause there's some bands out there that like, and even some like eras of music, and this, this might sound weird, but hopefully it makes sense. If I see a tool album or I you could give me a track listing for like a tool album or a Deftones album or something. I could probably tell you that that's a Deftones album just by the names of the songs, because they have like a vibe to them. Sure. 
and a band like yours that is very much, you know, influenced and based out of this like classic rock and, and Southern rock kind of thing. A lot of the track titles are very seem like reminiscent of song titles from like those eras, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that kind of came to mind. We're looking through track listings yeah. and we're like, yeah, these, these are original songs. They also, they also have like that feel just from reading through them of a lot of the bands that probably influenced you guys. Hopefully that all makes sense, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you could probably do that to every band. I mean, they got yeah. kind of the, yeah, except Deftones is super unique or like tool or somebody like that. <laughs> I was thinking of a couple of like, but, I, yeah, I literally can look yeah. at the, at the track title without knowing it's their album and tell that it's their album just because they have their very unique style of, of naming. Yes, yeah, for sure. That's the next challenge is try to, <laughs> try to come up with unique, <laughs> unique and cool names on the next record. Right, right. right. <laughs> All unique names. <laughs> Make a full sentence out of the track listing and stuff. I've actually seen yeah, bands do that. It's very strange. <laughs> yeah, that'd be tough, man. That's a whole new tough. level of art right there. Like, I guess. It is, man. It's very cool. <laughs> All right. I know, Casey, we got to talk about that music video. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to, to talk about your music videos, specifically the one with Wicked Woman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what's the, was the convenience store clerk actor a, a friend or a cast specifically for the video? Um, that guy is our bus driver, actually. So. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> he's awesome tell him to go try out for like a will ferrell movie or something like that because like <laughs> yeah, no, his, his name is uh his name is chicken biscuit <laughs> oh my goodness we're i mean we're from texas i mean go figure right yeah, yeah. i mean yeah yeah you know signs ad libbed in that video yeah that was pretty much uh we had like a loose script and then just kind of let them go after it very nice you know? oh, yeah. i want to direct people anybody listening to this so you know Going back, you got the Blacktop Mojo track is called Wicked Woman. You can look up the videos for it. There's a there's the regular video, and there's also a director's cut edition of the video. Yeah. It is, it is eight minutes long with some like extended sequences in it, and they're both very much worth your time. Um yeah, we were we Yeah, I I'm definitely a terrible actor. I feel like I was, uh, man. I wrote that I wrote the part I did at the beginning, like right before I did it. So it was kind of uh, the whole time I was just trying to remember what I was supposed to say. Yeah. I, I kind of, yeah. So you wrote the you song. Kinda, it kind of, yeah. You wrote the song and then later you kind of impromptu made up the story that was right. the song. Yeah. Like that's kind of, well, yeah. that's trippy. <laughs> well, yeah, because we had the video or whatever. And then, you know, the whole concept and everything. And I was like, oh, this is a Native American thing. Yeah, I don't, yeah I don't that's know. that's what it is. <laughs> <But> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was American too funny. evil spirit in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we were everybody else. Everybody else in the video did phenomenal. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're great videos. We actually, so we're putting together our sort of like year end awards for 2021 and we weren't going to have a video of the year award, but after having seen that one, I don't know, maybe we don't even have nominees. Maybe we just declare that, just that video. It. It's his video we'll of the it. year. <laughs> we might we'll just do it. that. <laughs> <laughs> like it, no competition. There's a certificate. I will. I will frame it. <laughs> <laughs> we might make you one. Honestly, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. we might email it to you. Yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> you <one>. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. How important are music videos to Blacktop Mojo's music? I think they're important to 
pretty much all music nowadays. You know, YouTube is a powerful tool for people discovering new songs and new bands and stuff like that. You, I mean, you got to make videos to put up on YouTube. So it's kind of a, um, we like to, I mean, in our case, we like to kind of have fun. You know, we grew up in, in the era where they still played music videos on TV all the time, you know, before we went to school every day. And uh, yep. yeah, music videos are, are, are important for sure. I think they're a fun, a fun way to, I mean, we, we do art for the ears most of the time. It's fun to kind of branch out and try to yeah. think up something cool to, for people to look at, you know, and kind of put your vision. I mean, most music is meant for you to listen to and kind of imagine the imagery to it. But, um, you know, it's fun to see the, the artists, you know, whoever the artist might be, it's fun to see their imagery that they have in their head for yeah. it. You know, if you watch somebody's video, so. Which video so far would you say was the, the most fun for you guys to make or for you personally to make? Um, probably the, we have a video uh, for our song called Come Get Your Coat. And that was, yeah. that was pretty yeah, That was a good one. Okay. Yeah, we, had a, <laughs> we had a monkey in that one. We had a, <laughs> yeah, but well, that's, that's the yeah. trump card you just played right there. Like, it's hard to beat a monkey yeah. in a music video. <laughs> like, it was just... cool. The monkey, monkeys are assholes, though. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, you know, you see them on TV. Like, you see Ace Ventura. It gave me a whole new appreciation for Ace Ventura and Spike and everything. Just because yeah. the yeah. capuchins... Capuchins are like, you know, shitty toddlers that like, <laughs> um, you know, but that you, that you can't talk to though. So it's kind of right. even worse, you know, <laughs> I mean, there was a certain point we were shooting, uh, we were shooting a little scene in the bar at the beginning of the video. So the, at the beginning of the video, monkey comes in, runs down the bar and drops like the drugs and the drink or whatever yeah. for, the, for the guy. And, uh, it took like three hours to shoot that oh one God. little thing because the <laughs> monkey, because he kept like jumping up into the ceiling, like he climbed up on all the floor and stuff. He was up, in, <laughs> he was up in the rafters throwing a fit at one point, and it was just like, oh my God, I don't know if we're ever gonna be able to do this. But um, it was worth it in the end. But yeah. it, and it was really cool to actually like work with an, a, a cool animal like that in real life, but. Um, I definitely wouldn't recommend it. Here. <laughs> <laughs> it's only for the yeah. most patient of bands to be able to. Yeah, do that. Man. If you got, you better you better like block out a whole day. If you, if you work with a monkey. We got a, a kind of our last section here. We call them rapid fire. That kind of depends on your answers on how rapid they are. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's sort of musicians talking about music, particularly what's influenced them in the past and what they're looking forward to in the future. So. Um, first things that we usually like to ask people, uh, what's a song or an album that you would say changed your life in some way? Oh, um, mm, bad motor finger by Soundgarden, I think. All right. Um, um, that's, uh, that's one talking about imitating people that you like earlier. And that's, that's, that's one that I feel like I kind of go back to a lot. If I'm trying to think of like how to do a line or how to do, a, a run or something like that i love chris cornell so that's kind of my yeah that's a that's yeah. pretty top level you know person yeah. to choose if you're gonna you know need, need yeah, inspiration man. or imitation or whatever you want to call it he's the best <laughs> yeah yeah he's the best let's go let's just start right there at the top <laughs> um what's a song you are particularly proud to have written um we got one called shadows on the wall that's on our second record 
Um, mm-hmm. It's about the uh, Plato's allegory of the cave, which if oh. you don't know what that is, uh, check that out. Look that up. It's pretty cool. It's about uh, people, um, people's beliefs and people's perceptions and things like that. And uh, I think, yeah, it gets, it's, it's one of the deeper ones. I feel like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm proud of, I think. Yeah. Okay. All right. How about a song that you, you wish you had written? I know you guys love to cover. What's one that you just wish you could have your own name on it. Oh man. That's a good, <laughs> it's a pretty wide spectrum of options. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a tough man. You got me stumped right now. I'm, I'm, uh... <laughs> we can, we can move on if you want. You can save that one for, for later. If you like, um, Use Me by Bill Withers. I think that's like one of the perfect, uh, right. oh. like bluesy. So forth. it's got everything. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. How about uh, an artist everyone should see live? Ooh. We were talking about Incubus earlier. I think everybody should see Incubus. They're, they kick ass. Yes, they do. Live. Yes. <laughs> I think the itch. I think we all three actually saw them live together one time. And that was, yeah, we did. That was fun stuff. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we saw we saw them at Rockfest one year, and it was raining, and everybody was like, nobody went for cover. Everybody was standing <laughs> in the rain, <laughs> hugging each other, and like singing. And I think that's one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Nice, that's nice. awesome. Yeah. All right, um, an album that's all killer and no filler. Oh, I already I already used that motor finger. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Um, all killer, no filler. Um, the Glorious Sons have a good all killer, no filler album. Their first album was called The Union, I think. Uh, can listen to that one. I listen to that one front to back all the time. There you go. That's that's yeah. always what I'm looking for. What's something I could just put on and not yeah. n- not feel like it's a slump at any point in the album? So, yeah. All right, I got a, a couple more here, and then actually only a couple more minutes before this uh, zoom thing kicks us out, but uh, <laughs> a song you love to play live. Oh, um, all of them. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sure, I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure that your whole set list is a lot of fun to play, um, but wicked, wicked woman for sure. Like we usually, uh, we've been kicking off the, the shows with that one. And that one's just like your adrenaline's going. That's probably a lot of, I mean, that's, a, that's, one of some of the most fun that you have all night is just coming out on stage and just trying to kick everybody in the teeth, you know? <laughs> yeah, awesome. awesome. All right. I only got, I got a couple more here. A dream collaboration. Mm. Um, Anderson Pock. Oh, that would that's okay. not one I expected. Awesome. I like nice. that. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm, all, awesome. yeah. <laughs> I'm all for those. We're at a point where music is just so collaborative and across all types of genres that it's like, it's not even out of the realm of possibility, actually. Like, yeah, like it, it sounds Fingers strange. Crossed, at first. It sounds one, strange one at first, day. but it, yeah, it's, but it's not, it's not impossible by any means. He's super famous, but well, oh, there's yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all putting right. it out there. I'm putting it out, you know, the secret, you know, you put it out in the universe, you know, we like okay. to, we like to, with every yeah. interview, like you know pick one thing out there we're like this is the thing we're going to push for this artist for, like this good thing to happen to them and i think we just we just found it right there like that's it right <laughs> yeah. there yeah oh, we're, yeah we're going to push for that anderson <laughs> collaboration 
Hell All yeah. right. Last one on, on this year. Um, and a dream tour. Dream tour. Um, Alice Cooper. I think that would be cool. Ooh, nice. To, yeah. To watch them every night. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm, I want to. I want to be on tour with all that shenanigans going on. <laughs> that would be awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Do you have put that out in the universe too? Absolutely. <laughs> like, no, we're gonna yeah. we'll start pushing that on social media and everything. I mean, yes. there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, so yeah, you know, we're talking about the dream tour there. Obviously, we mentioned that Shiprock is is coming up. Do you guys? We we did have a request for one to ask if you have any plans to tour the UK this year. But I'm, in general, we're just actually curious as to Hopefully. what touring plans you guys may or may not have coming up. Um, we definitely uh, will definitely have a run in March. Um, I'm having a baby in April. Hey. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank, thank you. Thank you. This is um, your first? So we'll be off. It is. It is. Uh, Congratulations. So then, uh, yeah, Bye. we'll be off. We'll be off in <laughs> April. And then, uh, thank you. Um, uh, we'll be back out in May. Um and then our drummer is having a baby in June. So we'll be hey, back home in June. And then uh, after that, I'm not really sure. So <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely be, uh, we'll definitely be running the roads again, for sure. You know what, now that you, you mentioned that, um, is it, Casey had mentioned earlier, we were, we were talking about this. Is it true that you most or all of the entire band at least at one point was roommates? And that- that's true. Yeah. We, uh, we all left our day jobs and everything in 2016 and we all moved into a house together and, and so we lived just... there for uh, about five years until, until up until last year, uh, just a uh, drummer just sold the band house. So that was, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> how was that? I gotta, I gotta ask. Cause I know, you know, people, it's that double-edged sword of like going out on tour with people and like being on the road for a while and getting spent a lot of time in close proximity but you don't hear too many stories about like we went out on tour together and then we all came back home and we're coming back to each other there too <laughs> like that's kind of <laughs> oh, a, yeah. a unique potentially unique experience maybe it isn't as unique as i think but <laughs> um yeah man we definitely we definitely learned how to squash things pretty quick between <laughs> there us. You go. if it was if it was you know something bothering somebody but, <laughs> yeah it's good um, for the interpersonal yeah. skills for sure. For sure. <laughs> Very cool. We're, we're excited. That's, that's awesome news. So some tours and then, you know, in between the tours, uh, child babies. Yeah. Babies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> baby. right. That's 2022 a- is uh, the years of babies and tours. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a great year. And of fresh yeah. single. We definitely want to remember to uh, encourage yeah. people to fresh singles. To uh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I guess I can hint at it. We got some, we got, something coming out next month too so okay awesome. nice nice yeah. fantastic we'll be yeah. very much looking forward to that for sure all right thank you very much for everything today we definitely appreciate it uh best of luck with the babies uh for you and your your drummer i, uh, <laughs> I have a, a six and a three-year-old so i i know what you're in for and uh <laughs> good, good luck <laughs> yeah. i need all the luck i can get man thank yeah. you oh, if it's a, a boy or a girl it's a boy. So. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, they're fun. I got two boys, so yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. I literally just came from like a, a the guy's version of a baby shower. They called it Huggies and Chuggies. You, <laughs> yeah. go, to a, you go to a pub yeah, and you bring yeah, a yeah. bunch of diapers. Yeah. yeah. Huggies <laughs> and Chuggies. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, for a friend of mine who is having his first child, and it's a son, and it's and the child is due to be born in March, so wild timing on that. Like. <laughs> 
Perfect timing on that. Uh, That's. I'm doing some huggies and chuggies myself. There you go. There you go. We'll, 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 we'll put the word out for that. Hey, send this man yeah. both. You need- <laughs> Amen. Amen. Sleep as much as you can and enjoy every second of it. That's all I got to say. Hell yeah. Hell right. yeah. Well, take care, right. guys. You yep. too. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. So that was our conversation with Matt James of Blacktop Mojo. And I just wanted to touch base. You know, we did mention that that was recorded a couple weeks ago. And so obviously now Shiprocked has happened. Uh, And I also wanted to give an update that I unfortunately myself and my wife were not able to attend. We both tested positive for COVID uh, two days prior to being able to board. So it looked like all of our friends from Eve Under Fire, the Oxymorons, Blacktop Mojo, and Nonpoint had a grand old time meeting some new friends that I wish I was able to meet too, uh, like POD and Aaron Jones and, and company. They were all hanging out with each other. We felt oh like, my God, we felt yeah. like left out. I felt so left out. <laughs> oh, I was so mad. You would have had an in. Multiple ends. No, I'd have been out of. Oh my God. I'd have been partying <laughs> with Oxymorons all weekend. And- <laughs> It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking COVID. Yeah. Uh, and you know what's what? And just to give an idea, like I, we literally tried to avoid everybody for the two weeks prior to ship rocked. Right. I am vaccinated, double dose. You have to be in order to go on the, the ship. Right. And then I got my booster shot. So I now have like a fucking super immunity. Yeah. Because now I've had it. <laughs> so, right. Right. Oh, this is ridiculous. So send, send Dan some, some well wishes and positivities because he, as you know from listening to the show, has been looking forward to this event for a long time. For years. And now has to wait and look forward to it again for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for at least another year. <laughs> yeah. So he, he needs some encouragement. <laughs> and it looked like uh, from the pictures that Blacktop Mojo and, and Ban sh- shared, uh, they had a great old time. And Yeah. I'm jealous. I wish I was there, but I'm glad that everybody that was able to attend had a grand, a great old time. And, and it, that's the thing that I absolutely am, am envious of with uh, not being there is just the, the collaborations and the, the camaraderie that happens and, and just being a part of just wanting to experience music. Like the thing that I heard was the best was uh, apparently every night at midnight was karaoke and it started like at midnight and people sang all night long. Yeah, apparently people people, like famous people came in and would sing with with random people all the time. Apparently, Josh from Bad Flower and Eva were at the karaoke machine uh, an awful lot. You know, Eva would be at the karaoke machine (laughs) all the time. (laughs) And I guarantee you, you know, Matt James was there, too. That dude can sing anything. (laughs) Oh, man, that would have been great. Yeah. So I'm definitely sad and super depressed. Uh, that I wasn't able to make it, but definitely happy for all those that were in attendance and, and I uh, look forward to hopefully getting to meet all you next year. I hope, hope everyone enjoyed that conversation as much as we did talking with them. It was just, like I said, nice to get some insight on things that, you know, you normally don't get to hear about. And we got to hear, you know, some scoops of new music and uh, some babies on the way. <laughs> Yeah, right. congratulations to half the band. Apparently. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of that 
was hearing about the monkey because that's not the first time that I've heard stories of of, of how terrible monkeys can be. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> and the friends, I think it was the friends reunion. Uh, David Schwimmer talked about the monkey that you know that that they uh, had on the show and how awful he was. And just hearing <laughs> Matt James talk about that story just reminded me that same story of, by David Schwimmer. And if yeah, so like I. I I applaud them for having to work with the monkey for one, <laughs> but the video itself is awesome as shit too. So it, it, if you get a chance to check out any of their videos, like I definitely recommend all it there, they are really good. They put their, their, uh, you know, just like you talked about, they put a lot of effort into making their music videos. Yeah. And it was, it was awesome getting insight on, uh, the gas station clerk, uh, chicken biscuit, chicken biscuit <laughs> as their bus driver. <laughs> Yes, he is their bus driver, yeah. apparently. Yes. That's just so wonderful. <laughs> it's classic. That was my that was, <laughs> that was my favorite thing that I've seen from that band so far. And <laughs> and that's despite them having really good music. Like, it's just that that was too much for me. If you're interested in seeing the band live, Dan, Dan will at least get a second chance. They uh, they have started. A, they're going to be starting a tour in March uh, that's going to go. um not going to say everywhere but it's going some places and one of those places is st louis and so um hopefully a couple months from now we'll be able to follow up with a little more blacktop mojo news about uh hopefully an excellent live experience yeah i have no doubt there's quite a few shows coming through st louis here in the next um, couple of months that i really really would like to attend so basically what you're saying is uh i need a babysitter yes yeah <laughs> yeah and yes. a lot, a lot of them are uh, people that we've interviewed. So <laughs> yeah, definitely hoping for some more uh, itch on tour episodes. Yes, with, with concert reviews and whatnot coming up this year. You know what I dream of? I dream of one of those concerts being Skinned Red. Oh yes, still on, on the these agenda. days. Yeah, still on it, the agenda. I, you know, if I have to drive or not drive, I can't obviously fucking drive. But if I have to fly over to London. UK to go see them again. I might consider it because, like, they're that awesome. And, and I haven't, I mean, it's been like 15, 20 years since we've seen them live. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Maybe we could get uh, people from Emerging Rock Bands magazine to sponsor us to fly over. There we there. go. There you go. <laughs> that would be sweet. <laughs> ERB, let's talk. I would totally <laughs> drop their name all the time. Are you our new official sponsor? <laughs> we're, we're a British podcast now. <laughs> we're, we're already halfway there. We're all yeah. going to learn different accents. One of us can be the posh guy and one of us can be like the street hoodlum. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's a real funny story actually about that. I'm reading a book to my son tonight and in it's, I'm guessing it was written by somebody who's English and they were, it was mummy and mummy every time. And I just kept reading it as mummy. And he's like, why do you keep saying that dad? It's mommy. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just reading it as is. It's not mummy. It's mommy. Okay. (laughs) I like Sorry. that you don't give him context, Todd. You're just yeah. rolling with the word mummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, watch Whatever. this episode of Family Guy. <laughs> what? Yeah, because Stewie always said mummy oh, a few right. times. Right. We are not even any close to Blacktop Mojo anymore. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just wanted to tell you that story because I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll keep the skin dread <laughs> stuff for I'll cut the skin dread stuff for a, a shortcut or something. Yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> Well, we need an excuse to, to, to talk about them. So, yes. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Matt James. And thank you once again to Matt James for uh, joining us. You've been listening to the itch podcast. My name is Dan. 
I'm Casey. And I'm Aaron. Till next time, rock on. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about the itch. Check out the show notes for links about the episode, as well as our new music playlist and where you can hear us every Sunday night. And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S. Hey! Uh, Sir, can I help you? Do you have any weapons of any kind? Anything to defend yourself? What? Look, man, I'm being chased by some crazy witch from the Dark Ages, and I need, like, an axe or a machete or a, a, a freaking shotgun. You got anything? Sir, this is a Speedy Mart. We have hot dogs, two for a dollar. I just put them on the roller yesterday. They're pretty good. No, man, like, something sharp, something, like, I can stab, defend myself with. I've got some sharp cheddar combos over there. It's kind of like a rich cracker pregnant with a cheese, baby. Are you even hearing me? I need something dangerous to fend off an undead, crazy, mystical, magic, fierce dragon lady. I don't know. If you're feeling froggy, had a case of Red Bull blow up on a pallet of corn nuts yesterday. What does that have to do with anything? Well, it's sweet, salty, and packed full of vitamin B12. Make you shit like a squirrel through a screen door, but it packs a hell of a punch. Come on, man. Do you have a hammer or a wrench? Screwdriver, even? Nah. Nothing? Nah. All right. Well, let me just take one of these ladders, and I'm going to borrow your bug spray, and can I borrow your bathroom key as well? Uh, yeah, bathroom key. All right. Ah, got your bathroom key right there. Make sure you bring that back. And that'll be 1362. And I'm going to have to have exact change, sir. We're in a coin shortage at the moment.